Charles, thank you very much for coming on the show, dude. I appreciate you being here. Thanks for having me, man. Now, Excited. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. Now, for, for someone who is also very, very young, I think you might even be like a year younger than me. You're like 24, 25? Yeah, I'm 24. I'm yeah, 25 in October. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I'm 25. I'm turning 26 in, uh, in in a couple of weeks. It's really fascinating to to kind of see your journey and where you've come from because I feel like you've kind of you've been on the reflected end of, of things over in America. Now, obviously, you started off and kind of got into it through kind of like uh, college football training, that sort of stuff. That's what kind of first got you into training, correct? Yeah, high school football to be specific, but yeah, that's what got me into it. Yeah, yeah, so so that's kind of where, where you call the bug. And I think it's really interesting because I think being in that environment, it's a really, really, really interesting dynamic, especially for a young man. So I, I kind of, I'm interested to hop off. When you first kind of got into training, was there kind of, was there a particular lift that you were just like straight off the bat, everything worked really, really well? Were you kind of like, I mean, for myself, I had to grind for a long time in the gym before anything kind of became second nature. So I'm interested to see, did you kind of pick anything up straight off the bat? Or was, uh, was everything a kind of slow work in progress for you? Uh, I think straight off the bat, squat and, and bench were going well, like especially squats. Um, obviously, that's like my best and my favorite lift. Um, but like back in football, like we cared about bench, we cared about squats, we cared about like, you know, power clean, like those big movements. We didn't care so much about deadlift. Um, so I didn't care about deadlift either. So, you know, whenever I started doing powerlifting, Delif was the one that struggled the most out of all three because I, I wasn't as, like, like you know, um, serious about getting my deadlift up whenever, um, you know, in my in my past before powerlifting. So, like, coming into powerlifting, you know, my bench was already pretty damn good. My squat was already really damn good. But then my deadlift was work, man. I really had to work every now and up. Um, but, yeah, right off the bat, like, squat and bench were, like, were, were easy. Uh, the only big thing with squat, though, was I had to, like, completely change my technique. Because, uh, like, in football, I was doing, like, high bar squats. And I still kind of do a fairly, like, high bar placement on my back. But um, my my coaches and, like, my team members, like, had me do that transition from a high bar to a low bar. And, you know, that was definitely something that I wasn't used to. But, you know, I listened to my coaches and, you know, it ended up being more beneficial for me because my, my squat numbers went up a little bit more. Um, but you know, like get, like squatting down to like competition standards for dead, I mean, for uh, powerlifting was like completely different from like what it was in football. Cause like, in, like whenever I went to the first tryouts, man, for powerlifting, you know, I was, I felt like I was going to ask the grass and then they're like, nah, <laughs> they're like, like that's still high. They're like, yo, you're strong, but that's not that. I was you, like, what? You're going to come down like this much more, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, my butt is hitting my calves. I don't know what else you want me to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got nowhere else to go, man. Come on, dude. Yeah. Help me out here. That's yeah, so technique, funny. Yeah, technique was the biggest thing I had to adjust for squat, but the strength was there from day one. Like, yeah, no that's way. that's really interesting. So obviously, like, the, the dynamic when you're in that environment, I think it's different for everyone, and everyone kind of responds differently to it. So, like, when you were in that environment, when you were training, you know, for football, not not even necessarily powerlifting, were you someone that that loved the gym? Were you someone that just it came naturally to you? You felt really comfortable there. It was a place that you wanted to be, or was it somewhere that you kind of 
originally you kind of had to grow to love it because i know for some people like some people are just hungry 24 7 and they just go 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 and for some people they take a little bit of time to kind of they've got to catch that flavor they've got to enjoy it they see the benefit maybe they start looking a little bit better they feel a bit sexy the numbers start going up and and, and that's that's kind of how they get involved so so where were you at with everything when you first jumped on board for me when i was hungry like i i, I loved it right off the bat so like it was one of those things, like, for me, like, whenever I do something, I have to excel at it. Like, that's just kind of, like, my personality. So, like, whenever I started playing football, this was, like, going way back to, like, seventh grade, um, back in, like, middle school and stuff, you know. But for football, you start in the offseason. You know, offseason is, like, no, like, nothing out on the field. It's just, like, weights and track, right? So you got to kind of, like, prove yourself to the coaches that, you know, you want to, you know, be on the team. You want to be a starter or whatever. So it all starts, like, in the weight room. Like, how hard you work in the weight room, how hard you push yourself, and the intensity is going to be, like, what impresses the coaches to, like, make them want to give you a chance in the field. So right off the bat, man, like, whenever I stepped in the weight room, like, this was serious work. Like, <laughs> I wasn't messing around. And also, like, I, I also had a lot to prove to me personally because, like, you know, I was one of the undersized guys on the team. Because, you know what I mean? In football, everybody's, like, freaking six foot, whatever, crazy, Right. So, you know, I was one of the undersized guys on the team. So I was like, yo, I don't care. Like, you guys might be bigger than me, but like, yo, I want to be stronger than you. So, you know, I always took my training very, very seriously. Like, like you know, um, so I I always had a passion for it. Um, it was one of those things I was like, yo, I'm going to be the best. Like, in the weight room, or on the field. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to be the best regardless. Um, so, like, I, w- I was working for, like, since day one, trying to, like, get my weight up on everything across the board. I love that I love that and it's, it's it's just one of those things it's like it's that that extra bit of like competition like that that inter-team competition is such an interesting dynamic because obviously like you all want each other to excel but at the same time you're like man fuck you I want to beat you I want to make sure I got 10 kilos on you on this press on this lift on whatever <laughs> it's so funny like I think I think back to it now it's the exact same thing like in the rugby weights room you know, running laps or whatever, you got like people that just chatting shit the whole time, you know, like, trying to get into each other's heads. But it's wicked, man, because I think it sets you up for, for later on, you know, like when you're in those competitions, when you're in those tight squeezes, when you're stressed out. It's like, oh, no, man, I've spent my whole life doing this. Like, it's all good. Exactly. Like, I don't get rattled at, at all at competitions. I'm like, yo, this is like, pressure is nothing. Yeah. It's like, I, I do better when there's more pressure around me. It's like, I, like, I step up to, the, to like the competition or I, like, you know, I try to set the bar or whatever. But, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never been one of those that I'm like, oh, I slide down from competition because this person is stronger or whatever. So I think you're stronger than me right now, but what? Let's see what happens on meet day. Like, let's see what happens. It's so a always... legend killer mentality, isn't it? Like, it doesn't matter because on the day, like, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, man. So I love that. And, and it reflects in your lifting as well. Like, I, I absolutely love it, man. Like, when you step out and you just have that that confidence and you just have, like, just that, that calm nature about you. And I think it carries over, like, I'm 100% certain that, like, when you build up that confidence in your head and you know in and of yourself, like, there's no way that I'm not lifting this. Like, yep. you, when you have that mentality, man, and, like, you can just see it. As soon as you step out to, to, to the platform, and, like, even the commentators that I talk about, they're like, 
oh man, he's looking really comfortable today. <laughs> you're like, yeah, dude, it just literally looks like you're just rocking up for a warm up. It's it's so yeah. sick. I love that. So yeah. how how long ha has that kind of been implemented in you? Were, were, were you someone that was like, you were just always, you always had that self-confidence. You were, you were always there backing yourself from day one. Or again, is this something that you've kind of, you've learned maybe like first couple competitions, it was a bit of a tough time for you and you've kind of adapted over the time. So uh, definitely, I've definitely had it since powerlifting started. Uh, I developed it in football. So like, you know, um, probably like whenever I started off in you know, middle school and stuff like that, I probably had to like develop it over those few, like, few years. But by the time I got to like high school and stuff like that, you know, my confidence in the weight room was already like at an all time high because, um, you know, um, despite, you know, my size being one of the smaller guys, you know, I always had like strength to like back me up. So like I was always known as like you know the small strong like black dude or whatever. And I was always like, I, 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 oh, do you know Charles? Like, wait, who's Charles? You know the the short small black dude. I'm like, oh yeah 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 yeah, I know Charles. Yes, yeah, so, like, I always kind of had that about me, knowing that I you know I was strong. Because not only because I knew, because everybody else around me knew it too. So like whenever you know I started doing powerlifting and stuff like that, whenever I went to go try out, like. It wasn't a tryout because I was like I knew I was gonna make the team. Like I wasn't like you know, so like you know whenever you know I saw you know what the American records were in powerlifting and stuff like that, I was like oh okay. I was like cool, like no problem. I'll go beat whoever's at the top. <laughs> so you know I've always had that confidence in the body that like no matter who it is, like I'm gonna beat them. Um, you know so um, it's it's definitely a mentality that I I think I developed like at a very, very young age. So like, I just kind of have like supreme confidence in myself and just about everything that I do. That's sick, yeah. man, that's sick. And it, like you said, it kind of it, it carries over to everything as well. And I speak about this to, to so many people, like the, the kind of like that mental foundation, like the mentality that you build up in the gym is so easy to carry that over to anything that you do in, in real life, you know, whether it's business or whether it's like your relationships, kind of the whole idea of kind of working at something, perfecting your craft over and over and over again until you are the best version of that, I think mm -hmm. is, is, is something that, that I don't think any other kind of like quote unquote like hobby or sport kind of really gives you gives you that structure. And again, I think because you have to go through so many hardships. Yeah, you do it, it, it really builds a really interesting foundation. So again, hopping off on that, like I, I'm, I'm really interested to, to, to kind of get into that with you. Kind of obviously coming from football, moving into powerlifting, much like with myself going from kind of rugby, athletics, and then and then uh, strongman. Being in that heavy team dynamic and having all of your brothers in iron around you, just training, grafting hard every single day, putting in that effort. And then when you come out of that team environment and it's like, oh, okay, man, like, the only person that needs to go to the gym today is me. And I'm training by myself. No other motherfuckers are going to be there that I know. And I've got to get this session done. That dynamic, I think, is like such a strange transition. So how did you find that? Did you just kind of like fall into a group of lifters straight away? And like everything was fine because you had like your mini group? Or were, were you kind of, you know, like I did for a, for a couple of years. And you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to go this by myself until I kind of find my crew. All right, so um, it was kind of like there's been kind of two or maybe three stages in my life whenever I've had, I felt like that. Um, first one was like right when football was over, you know, 
you didn't have you didn't have to go to you know the team workouts anymore and stuff like that so that was over with so i was like well shoot do i want to keep working out like for, for like i was like i'm done with sports um but again it was just one of those things that like you know it, it was a passion of mine so you know i would just find time to go work out either by myself or you know hit up some friends like yo let's go like get a quick workout in so I definitely do not prefer to work out alone, except on like certain days, like if I just want to focus and get my shit done. But like besides that, like you know, it's it's also like a social thing. Like you know, it's a way of like building relationships and stuff like that. So I definitely enjoy working out with other people, and you can kind of feed and vibe off of each other. Um, and I especially love training with people that are stronger than me, because then I get to push myself a little harder. Because like you know, like again, going back to that football background, man, like. I was always one of the smallest guys on the team, so uh, there's a lot of big motherfuckers walking around that was just strong shit. Especially like whenever I was a, I was an underclassman, and then the bigger upperclassmen were all you know bigger and stronger. So I would want to work out with the stronger guys. I'm like, okay, so if I know I'm supposed to do like let's say 300 on squats for my workout that day, but then like the person I'm working out with is doing like 315, I'm like, I bet leave the weight on the bar. I'm push myself. I got it. Don't worry. So like you know that. You know, um, th- th- being able to do that is really only possible whenever you're working out with other people. Because then it kind of forces you to grow and push yourself a little harder to get outside of your comfort zone. Um, it's easier to stay within your comfort zone whenever you're working out by yourself. Um, so those are kind of some of the pros and cons with, you know, working out with other people. But then the other time that we really had to go through that was like after college, once I was doing powerlifting. Um, you know, again, you say, you know, I'm done with collegiate, but obviously I was still like competing on the international level on the national team, but like I didn't have to go to team practices anymore and stuff like that. But, you know, I stayed in Austin after I graduated, so like, I still try to make it to like team practices every now and then, but like, you know, I kind of already had like my friends that I would at least be able to work out with. Um, but it's still a little different because I would still want to go to the team practices because like, just because the energy is dope. I'm like, yo, like, I, I want to feed up everybody. I want to like, you know, encourage and like give other people that like the new kids, like, you know, something like to like strive towards and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, um, and then like once I moved away from Austin, now I'm in, I'm in uh, Fort Worth, you know, um, if you find a new gym, especially, yeah, whenever you find a new gym, you don't know anybody in there, it's like, you're basically gonna be working out by yourself for a little bit until you kind of like click with some people and like, you know, form some, some, some friend groups. Um, so now, like, I still kind of, like, don't really focus on my workout schedule around specific people, but I'm always, like, in a better mood whenever there's other people there that I can, like, that I vibe with and that I can work out with, um, especially if they're stronger, because then we kind of push each other and kind of have a good time in the weight room. Um, but it's definitely, like, a different mentality. Like, you know, I feel like I, I'm able to work harder. Um, definitely fuck around a little bit more whenever there's other people, but I feel like I can work harder. Um, so, you know, it's definitely something that I prefer to do more so than like just working out by myself. But then it can be dull, kind of like take some of the fun out of it a little bit. Um, you know, it's like, you know, it's you versus the weights, but at the same time, there's still like a, there's a social and a team aspect that can definitely benefit from like whenever you're in the weight room. Yeah, I think you kind of have to like, you have to kind of hack your own brain as well, don't you? Because like, as much as, you know, uh, all of us kind of say, you you know, like, we're not trying to fucking show off. We're here. We're just trying to do our numbers. It's that whole thing. It's like, it's not showing off. I don't even know what it is. But, you know, when you're training with someone else and you're like, 
right man well I've got to fucking do it now because I don't want to look like a dick in front of my ma- my mates do you know what I mean like it's it's that whole thing of like okay I'm programmed to do it anyway I'm gonna lift it regardless but there's no way I can fuck it up now like mm-hmm. because I gotta wear that on my sleeve I'm with all my guys here like I gotta make it look good I gotta make it look strong and I think like if mm-hmm. you can get into your head and you can kind of trick yourself like that it's like cool man like it, it doesn't even matter like even if it is like a little bit of vanity it's i think you know whatever you can do mentally to get that extra you know even i do that like at your level it's like what like two three percent like obviously the margins are so small when you're working with such freaking big numbers dude i agree man like because again a lot of this sport is mental man so like whatever you can do to like give yourself that extra edge that extra push um you know do it man like and again, some people can do it by themselves. Others kind of require like a team around them and like do it. But, um, you know, I definitely feel like I get a little extra like energy and like more excitement whenever there's other people around me to like see it. And then it's like, I, I know I got to put on the show. So it's like, yo, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Really look, look fast. So it's, you know, it's a win-win, man. <laughs> yeah, 100%, 100%. Like, again, like if, if, if it's good and you know when to use it and you're not being a dick with it and you're not just trying to, flex for some thirsty chicks in their gym do you know what i mean like it's it's different you you, you mm-hmm. have to understand when to utilize that sort of stuff and you also have to understand like okay maybe this isn't the time maybe this isn't the place and maybe this isn't the lift like what well, i think you know the, the longer you train you know like for, for, for you or i when you've been doing this for so long it's like okay you understand that you know where your body's at but then also mm-hmm. equally you're like Okay, let's uh, let's 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 put on the show for these people, man. Let's go, let's boogie. <laughs> Phones out, let's get it on the ground. <laughs> exactly, man. Oh, so funny. So I, I'm interested uh, to kind of get into uh, how you kind of juggle everything. So am I right in saying are you still studying now, or have you finished your studies? No, I'm still studying. Um, I'm about to wrap up this semester in a week, but uh, I'm studying physical therapy right now. Looking forward. Yeah, so I, I'm interested to, to get into that because, dude, if you just take the powerlifting and the time, the dedication, the focus, the attention, that's a full-time job in my eyes regardless. On top of that, actually doing your studies, doing well and excelling, that in and of itself is also a full-time fucking job. And then having some form of social life, so you see your friends, having relationship, whether it's with your family, a girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever, like how the hell do you juggle all of this shit man man it's definitely like knowing when to prioritize certain things man like um i kind of i've kind of gotten used to it because i've always been like good about kind of managing my time and like don't want to prioritize like um certain things um like starting from you know middle school actually all my life to be honest like i've always been involved in sports I've always excelled academically. I've always had, a, you know, a social life. Um, I'm, I'm a very outgoing person. So I'm definitely not one of those that just goes to, like, you know, school and then, like, goes home and, like, play video game all day. You know, and it's nothing wrong with that. It's just not me. Yeah. So I've always been good about, you know, going to school, getting my work done so that I can go out and enjoy myself and do other things that I enjoy and I want to do. So, you know, it's definitely, like, knowing when to, like, you know, um, prioritize certain things and focus on this, focus on um, what's more important at the moment. So that way, you know, um, it opens up your schedule at other times to do other things that you enjoy. So like for me right now with, you know, PT school, 
you know, typically most of my classes are, you know, from like 9 a.m. in the morning to about 4 in the afternoon with like maybe like a little hour break in between for lunch. But like whenever I'm on campus or I'm like taking classes or whatever, you know, that's my focus at the time. And then like typically after that, I'll go to the gym like right after, um, like between like 4.30 to like maybe 7.30, like, because, you know, the drive, the workout, the work, just putting on your knee sleeves, like, like, good 15. <laughs> There's a lot of time that goes into, like, powerlifting. It's definitely, like, a part-time job. It's like, it takes up, like, four hours a day um, whenever I do train. So on those days I do train, I don't get as much study time. But then but then on my off days, you know, then I can, like, study a little bit more on my off days. So it's kind of, like, picking and choosing what you want to prioritize on certain days. So, and then on the weekend, you know, I'm going to work out and I'm going to prioritize my social life on the weekend a little bit more unless I have a test coming up on Monday. But it's definitely kind of knowing, like, where you can, like, devote a little, a little bit more time and then knowing where you need to back off. So, like, you know, I'm pretty good about, like, being very organized in my schedule. So, like, if I know I have, like, big family or friend events coming up, I'm going to make sure I get all my shit done so that I can go to that um, rather than, you know, being carefree and careless and then, you know, there's something going on. It's like, oh shit, I got to test and study for it. Like, no, that really doesn't happen because if I know there's something coming up, I'll make sure I study ahead of time so I'm good to go. So I've, I've always been like a responsible person when it comes to like just like kind of like getting shit done. Cause like I said, I like to excel in everything that I do. But, you know, I found my little strategies that I can incorporate to make sure that I'm able to do so. Um, and, you know, live a full, like, well rounded life. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's all too often you find, especially in kind of strength sports, is that you have kind of, it's, it's like that one trick pony mentality, isn't it? It's like, I'm big, I'm strong, and I'm going to do big and strong things. And it's like, yeah, okay, dude. So, so but what are you going to do afterwards? Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to be big and strong. Yeah, yeah, okay. But what are you going to do after you're big and strong? It's like, Oh wow! Don't really know. You're like, okay, well, you're fucked, then, aren't you? <laughs> last forever, man. Exactly. Like, so bro, I, th you... I think it's smart. I think yeah. it's really, really smart. And the fact that you're you're so you know you're so driven to the fact that everything takes a hundred percent of your attention. And I think again, it's one of those things that you know a lot of people, if they're in the position that that you're in, you know, you're a, literally a world class fucking powerlifter. There is pretty much no one on the face of the earth that's in your class that is better than you to have that and then to do all of your other things on top of it like i think a lot a lot of people don't understand kind of just how much that that takes and to be able to kind of sit back and say okay well although i've got all of this all of this other shit in my life also needs attention as well and i think that's probably where a lot of people that are in the position that you're in you know like for a young dude like that's such a awesome mentality that you have there are so many people that must have been the same age as you that have just fucked everything else up, you know? Suck up, suck off the studies, just train, get big, eat, live, breathe the gym. And it's like, again, okay, dude, but what are you going to do afterwards? Like, I love that you're thinking about that. So I want to go back because obviously you've put in a heck of a lot of groundwork with your lifting and stuff. And I'm interested to see, like, were there ever any times, like, where you had to face adversity, whether it was, like, you know, your parents being like, okay, Charles, maybe, you know, you don't need to be spending these four hours in the, the gym today. Like maybe you do need to be studying for this test or this exam or like, or maybe a, a like a, a girlfriend or family or whatever it might be. Did you ever have to go through any of that? Because I know obviously through the young age that, that you started training and everything that you've done, there's a hell of a lot of social pressure on young kids. So obviously to have all of that on top of what you're trying to do, 
it's pretty taxing, dude. So I've definitely faced a good amount of adversity in like at every like stage of my career in powerlifting and then prior to powerlifting. Um, I started off with like high school, work my way up, but like um, for me, you know, my parents mainly care about grades. Like my dad wanted me to be a doctor, like you know, so it's like yo, you gotta make sure you get straight A's on everything. Uh, but you know. That wasn't a problem because, like, that was also an expectation that I had for myself. So, I had like, cool, we're on the same page, no problem. Um, but, you know, whenever I started playing sports in high school, um, you know, football, track, whatever, it definitely took away some of the time that I could have been spending on my academics. But, you know, I was able to basically with my parents, it was like one of those things was like, yo, as long as I'm making the good grades, they, they kind of stay off my back. You know, they don't have to tell me, oh, you got to do this, you have to do this because. I'm again like I've always been like an independent person. Like I'm like I don't need anybody to tell me, oh, you need to go make good grades. Like I know I gotta make good grades. Like, <laughs> like I don't need you to tell me. So you know, um, you know. Um, so as far as like the pressures there, there's always been pressure there. But like I've always I've always been good about managing it. So like I never had to like sacrifice like you know, um, time training or playing sports to go study because like I was always on top of my shit. So that was good. And then like, let's say like, you know, college and up, um, there's definitely like times whenever, you know, there's like, there's been like a fun event that some friends are doing or whatever, like maybe a party that would have like conflicted with like um, a training or a workout. I knew it would fuck up my training the next day. Uh, but then, you know, I make the decision. I'm like, yeah, either I'm gonna like, so I'm gonna do it like this. I always like again. I always prioritize. So if there's a competition coming up, like within the next month or whatever, then no matter what, training, sleep, recovery, that's my priority. So like, I, if if there's a social event like a party with folks that are drinking or whatever, I'm gonna say like, no, <laughs> like we can hang out, we can chill, like at my place or whatever. But like you know, doing anything that'll compromise, you know, my my position or like you know lead to me not performing well on meet day like i'm gonna have to like back off from my stuff like that um whenever i'm close to a competition but then you know whenever i'm in the off season you know i don't have competition coming up for, like maybe six months then you know then you know prioritize i did not want to prioritize my social life a little bit more i'm still gonna get my, i'm still gonna get my training in. i'm still gonna get my workouts in but i don't have to be at my best in the weight room like every single day so as long as i'm still going into the gym i'm able to hit what i'm supposed to then you know, then we're good. My workouts are still strong, and I'm still enjoying my social life. So it's definitely knowing how to you know balance those um, those goals, balance the pressures. At the same time, it's like you know, yes, there's always social pressures, always like parental pressure to do X, Y, Z. But you kind of have to be strong in you know knowing what you have to do and what you want to do. So like I've always been good about that. Um, to be honest, I mean, there's definitely times of weakness. Everybody has times of weakness, but you know, but like, I'm a very goal-driven person. So like, you know, I know when I can fuck around and when I can't fuck around. So you know, um, it just really goes back to me knowing when to prioritize certain things. Like that's kind of how I just kind of manage those pressures. And I'm used to pressure, man. I'm cool. I'm cool like a cucumber. I'm cool on the pressure. But it's all good. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, We're good. Good, man. Yeah, I think you know it's uh, it's it's really interesting because obviously, like when you're you're at that age, you know, it's the whole thing of like everyone wants to be seen at the party, everyone wants to be the cool guy, like, 
and to to be like oh it's okay like you go fuck with that like i'll be back in a couple months like i'm just gonna do my thing right now and then we'll get back to that i think so i mean i know so many people that you know it's like 16 17 years of age and alcohol becomes a thing and chicks become a thing and it's like you don't see them in the weight room anymore they just fall off the face of the earth and you're like the fuck happened man it's like okay well your priorities became different and then it's like okay well you're never coming back so i think you know it's 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 really interesting because for for like a young dude that's in the position that you're in there are so many like social blockades that people i don't think kind of comprehend you know when you're younger it's all about partying it's all about going out it's all about having a good time it's all about like just living your youth and when you're an athlete and you're actually contributing a fuck ton of that time that people would be going out partying, staying in, making sure you're hydrated, making sure that your recovery is on point, making sure that you're eating because you've got a big meat tomorrow. Like that changes your dynamic like a hundred percent. And I think when you have that capability to be like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to fuck with that. Like it almost becomes like, like quite rewarding. Like you're almost like, oh no, I don't need that. And then everyone's like, what do you mean? Like, you're not coming. You're like, no, nah, I'm good. And, and, and it's like, it, because if you feel good about yourself, you're like, no, I don't need to like share my life. I got under- <laughs> so yeah, I've always like, I've always been pretty good about like knowing how to manage those like pressures, man. But yeah, like partying is, is great and all whatever, but it's like, it's going to, it's not going anywhere. It's always going to be around. So um, it's, it's definitely like, you know, it's sad to see sometimes whenever people can't like, you know, um, they can't balance. Like they can't, yeah, they can't balance. They have like no self control or whatever. Uh, because I mean, especially like being a collegiate lifter, it's, it's college. I've I've had teammates that have made like you know terrible, terrible decisions. Um, whenever whenever they know they have a competition coming up, I'm just like, dude. But then for those people, it's like you know that's why they're not the best. So it's like you 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 get in what you put in. Like you're saying, yeah, it can be very rewarding. Yeah, you're damn right it's rewarding because I'm the fucking best. You know, I did what I had to do to be the best. Like, you did, like have you seen the, like, the Rocky movies and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, if you want to be the best, bro, you got to work. You got to make sacrifices, man. So it's like, yo, you got to, you know, you, you got to have to, like, kind of know, like, you know, what am I trying to do here? Like, what's my goal? Like, again, I'm a goal-driven person. So whenever I have a goal in mind, if – this isn't gonna lead me towards that goal. I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> like, nah, not right now. So, like, it's definitely. I kind of have like blinders sometimes whenever, like, like I know like what I got to focus on at every point in my life. So it's just like you gotta have balance, man. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like, I was I was speaking to to, to John Sayer about this on, on on the last episode, and kind of he's saying, you know, it's so funny that people use the term balance, and like I use it, and you just use it there. But it's like balance is so individual to every single person like your balance is not going out and getting fucked up and making sure you get eight plus hours of sleep and making sure you're hydrated and making sure you're like got adequate carbs and protein but balance for someone else is like okay it's the weekend i'm gonna go down the pub and get absolutely fucking smashed have a hangover the next day eat all this crap food maybe i'll grab a workout like that's balance for them and that's balance for you like for you that's just normal like that's your life but you looking on them, you're like, motherfucker, that ain't balance. And them looking on you, they're like, motherfucker, that ain't balance. <laughs> it's like, it's so individual to every single person. But like, success leaves clues. Do you know what I mean? Like, the fact that you are making those sacrifices and you're aware of it and you understand that to be the best, you have to make those sacrifices is so important. And I think for like young people, they have to listen to that because it's like, like you said, 
you've seen it, I've seen it. So many guys that fall along the wayside that potentially, like, if they just had that focus, if they just had that support, if they, like, were just patient with it, could have potentially become some of the greatest athletes in the fucking world. But oh, yeah. no one yeah. has, like, they just don't have, like you said, they don't have that, what I would call our balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and I definitely recognize and acknowledge that balance is different for everybody. You know, nobody's built the same. So, like, but, you know, the, the proof is in, like, it's in the results. So, you know, if somebody is doing something completely different for me, but it works for them, but I bet I can tell that it's working for you because you, I can see, you know, the results. I see you're being successful, X, Y, Z. But then if they're, like, you know, failing everything, having no success, but they're like, oh, but this is what works for me. This is my balance. I'm like, you need to, you need to reevaluate and figure out your balance. So it's definitely, like, it comes down to, like, the results at the end of the day to me. Um, but, yeah, I definitely understand that there's an individualized approach, like, everybody and, like, how they manage things. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's exactly what you said, isn't it? It's like you get in what, you get out what you put in. And it's so true. Again, it's that whole kind of mantra with life. It's like, okay, well, it doesn't matter if you sit on your ass all day and you're fucking wishing that you had all these things. It's like, it's not going to come to you. You've got to get out there. You've got to get the boots on the ground and you've got to make all those things happen to make sure that you get whatever you want, which is exactly what you've done. So I'm interested, like, when, when you're kind of going through all of this, was there anyone that you were kind of like, looking up to for inspiration was there anyone that you listened to like whether it's like kind of like a mindset or you know just literally like people that are in the industry that you kind of really kind of idolized was there anyone that was kind of giving you that motivation kind of helping you get through those tough times yeah so um typically number one people that motivate me are my competitors so um whenever i started powerlifting you know Right away, I was like, okay, who's the best right now? All right, cool. That's that's my biggest motivator because um, I'm going to dethrone that motherfucker. So that, so that was like number one every single time. Like whenever for every meet, there's like a target that I got to go dethrone. Like somebody's head I got to go take out. So that, that's always like the, one of the biggest things pushing me forward. Like if there's somebody that I feel like has my, my spot as far as like being the best or whatever, I was like, yo, I got to go get that, man. Like. I, I was like, I'm not comfortable, right? I'm like, I don't feel good knowing that there's somebody else that feels like they're stronger than me or better than me whenever I know they're not. So it's just we haven't gone head to head yet. Um, so I've always, again, goal driven, man. That's just me. And then whenever I started powerlifting, um, it was at the UT powerlifting team, you know, Longhorns. And um, on that team at the time, you know, we had Ian Bell, um, Preston Turner, um, not not sure if you're familiar with both of them, but like those two were big motivators for me um, because they're kind of like my mentors whenever I started. They they like they knew I had potential, so they poured into me um, knowledge, you know, coaching, guidance, you know, all that stuff. Uh, so you know, watching them and seeing their success, um, you know, I was like, okay, I want to be on the same level with y'all. Like so, you know, that those on my team, you know, those are big motivators for me. Um, and then, like, you know, outside of that, you know, I, I always kind of, like, paid attention to, like, whoever, you know, was the best in, like, whatever weight class. So it's just one of those things is, like, you know, you want to be the best. You got to kind of like, learn from the best. You have to, like, look at the best. So, you know, I always kind of, like, learn and pick and choose uh, what I want to kind of take away from everybody that's that's successful in the sport. Um, so I'm definitely one of those that, like, I'm, like, a, I'm a, I, I want to continue to grow. I'm, like, a growth mindset type of looker. So I'm, I, I, you know, 
I, I feel like I always had like strength. I was always, you know, good at, you know, squat bench, you know, powerlifting and whatever. But like it was one of those things I'm like at every chance I get to like to learn to grow, especially from like people that are the best out out there in the world. Like I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna pick their brains. Like I'm at competitions, like like I was so serious. I would like finish a meet and I'd go in the audience and watch and I would just kinda make mental notes in my head for like what I think people are doing well. And I'm like, okay, how can I incorporate that into my training? So, you know, always growing, always learning, and just like being and taking away, like, um, just like, like taking, um, um, what I'm looking for, I guess, um, motivation, I guess, or whatever from like other people, like, like just like seeing other lifters be successful and do well and set crazy records, it like hypes me up. I'm like, yeah, but okay. Yeah, no. next. yeah just like, taking the inspiration from each and yeah. each and every individual exactly so like you know i i draw inspiration from like different different you know um avenues or whatever but um i definitely have people that i look up to i have my competitions like get me excited about you know working hard and all that stuff and then whenever i do a competition and then i feel like i didn't do my best or i feel like i could have done better you know, that also motivates me as well to like want to go to my next meet and then build my performance out the water. So I'm I'm usually usually pretty motivated um, whenever I'm like, especially whenever I'm like getting ready for competition. Like. Yeah, I love hearing that though. Like I, I kind of call it like that sponge mentality. Do you know what I mean? Like you just, you want to soak up everything, the environment, the people, the information, the coaches. You just want to soak it all up and you just kind of want to bathe in it and just kind of, it, you just envelop yourself in that world. And I, I love hearing you talk about that, man, because it's, uh, again, it's going back to that whole success leaves clues. And it's like, you know, talking to people that have been doing this for like 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you know, at, at, at the world-class level. And they're doing all the same shit that you're doing, you know. It's, it's taking that time, being humble and saying, okay, yeah, I've done my three-lift meet. I'm absolutely shagged, but I'm here anyway why not spend the next two hours just sitting down, getting rehydrated, eating my meals, and like you said, making that mental note of everyone. What shouldn't I be doing? What should I be doing more of? Okay, that's how he's working. That's how she's working. Oh shit, his squat went up that much and he's been doing this? Oh okay, maybe I'm gonna try that. Like, it's it's so, so, so interesting because I feel like it's that whole thing of, okay, you can do it, but you just got to put the time in. And like, you're just, you're a perfect example of that. At every avenue, you haven't taken the shortcut. You haven't skipped out on this or skipped out on that. It's like, okay, well, I want to be better. So I need to spend more time doing that. And it's that whole kind of like 10,000 hour thing, isn't it? It's like the, the more you're in it, the more you're around it. It just, it just becomes like natural. And I think that's kind of where you exude that confidence from because you've just like, you've just enveloped yourself in this world for so long that you're like, Man, it's just, it's like breathing to me. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's just in and out. It's, it's, it's just motion. Exactly. And yeah, it definitely becomes a part of who you are exactly. But you know, whenever you feel like you've taken all the right steps, you've done all the right things you're supposed to do, like, you know, you you have no choice but to be confident in yourself. Like, you're not going to be feeling very confident whenever, if you're in the back of your mind, like, damn, I shouldn't have drank that six pack last night. That might have fucked me. But like, if you know you like, you got plenty of sleep, you got plenty like you know you eat the right food, you train hard, you you deload it properly, like whatever, like you know you know you did the right thing. So like you have nothing in the back of your mind, like to like kind of 
hold you back or to like make you feel less confident because it's like at the end of the day, like I know I did what the fuck I was supposed to do. You know, so I'm I'm approaching the platform. It's like, yo, I'm at my best. If you can beat me at my best right now, then you know, kudos to you. But like, I know I did what I, what I was supposed to. So I'm ready to go. So you know, if you're not doing those things, you're gonna be thinking back in your mind like, damn, I shouldn't have done this because then that might have fucked me up. So it all it all it, it all plays a part, man. It's like once I control as many things as you can, like those little things like matter. Yeah, exactly. It's that whole kind of like like no excuses mentality, isn't it? It's like okay, you know, it's on you. You're the one lifting, you're the one up there, you're the one that has to get in the gym, you're the one that has to eat right, you're the one that has to get eight hours of sleep. Like, it's not on any other motherfucker out there apart from you to do it. Which is why, you know, when you get the gold, it's like, okay, that was 100% you. Like, that's why it's so sick, do you know what I mean? There's no one else up there. You lifted those weights, you hit that total, you hit that world record, that's yours, man. Right, what I, uh, I, I finished up the show the same with everyone else, and I'm really, really interested to ask you this question. So for a second, Charles, I want you to imagine that you are stepping into a time machine. You're going back in time to, to, to visit your younger self. You're 10, mm -hmm. 11, 12 years old. You know, you've got all of this experience to go mm -hmm. through. You get to spend a few minutes with yourself. You get to impart a bit of wisdom, a knowledge, like knowledge, a mantra, a way of living your life. Like, what information do you give your younger self to help you get through all of this, the shit you've had to get through in your life so far, all those hurdles, all those boundaries, to keep on excelling, to get to where you currently are now? What do you say? Number one, I would tell my old self, learn how to deadlift sooner. <laughs> Because that is my kryptonite out of all three. Like, it's, it's getting better. But again, like, in football, we didn't care about nothing at all. So, you know, I cared about my score. I cared about my bench. I was like, forget that. I would, like, skip that. Uh, so I would definitely let my old self know. I was like, nah, man. Deadlift from day one, dude. <laughs> it's like, that. that's just important, man. That That's what wins me. Learn how to fucking deadlift. Uh, so I definitely tell my old son that, like, right off the bat. Um, and also, like, um, let me see. Like, that's a tough question, man. Um, definitely, like, I don't know, like, enjoy, like, every, like, little thing. Because, I mean, there's a lot of things that I guess I kind of took for granted. That like as you get older, you like you kind of think back. You're like, oh shit, man! Like I'm either never gonna do that again, or like you know, like I'm too old for that shit. Like whatever. So definitely like cherish like every little like victory or like every little um, thing a little bit more, um, because especially like you know when you're growing up, you want to be a growing up. You want to grow up so fast, man. And then you're like, oh man, like you know. And then I'm like here, you know, and now I gotta pay fucking tax. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know enjoy the things that you can enjoy now because as you get older man like you're gonna miss those things like so i would definitely tell myself that uh myself that and just you know um definitely like just um yeah i i, I think that's the main thing because i mean i feel like i've been on the right track like for most of my life as far as like what i've been doing um kryptonite deadlift man get that shit up um that, that, that's like the biggest thing is like, hey man I'm, if you just gotta work on your deadlift 
that's a pretty <laughs> fucking good place to be, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for me, I got to work on my squat, bench, and deadlift to get anywhere close to where you are. And I probably naturally weigh twice as much as you do, so it's <laughs> it's a little bit different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. That's that 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 little perfectionist inside of me just like kind of keeps going. But uh-huh. yeah, man, like, and you know, I. I had good role models around me. I had good parents. Um, I've always had my, my head in the right places. Um, so I feel like I did a lot of like things right for the most part. Um, so, hey, no regrets, man. It's like every every little thing that I did shaped me to who I am right now. So, Dude, I couldn't agree more. And what a fucking beautiful way to end the podcast, man. That is absolutely perfect. Thank you so much for coming on board, dude. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. After all of this COVID shit is over, we cannot wait to see you back on stage, man. I know you're working hard. I know there are going to be some big numbers in the tank. So all the best to yeah. you, man, because because uh, we're going to be watching and we're going to be rooting for you. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me on the show. This is a fucking ton of fun. Uh, definitely looking forward to doing it again in the future. Uh, so, yeah, man, you got to do it again. <laughs>